morning, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever it is that you're listening to this. I want to say thanks. Thanks for joining me once again. This is Jeannie Cisco Meth, and today is uh, September 17th. And last week on Sunday, on September 10th, I was thinking about life and my loved ones and um, how life is so fragile. I was a driver's ed teacher for, I don't know, about 15, 16 years. And I saw those videos all the time about how accidents, fatality accidents happen all the time. December was kind of a rough month for me. I've had some health challenges. And if you listened to my uh, last couple of podcasts, you heard that July 1st, I decided I was no longer going to stay trapped in my house. I was going to start getting out and walking, even though it was very difficult for me. And since then, I'm proud to say that I'm now up to about four or five miles a day, and I walk four or five days a week, um, never less than three. I always make sure I get three days in. Many times I walk six and seven days a week. And what I have seen happen in my life has been absolutely beautiful. And on September 10th, I was reflecting some because I thought of the thousands of people who went to bed September 10th, 2001, and didn't know that it would be their last night with their family and their loved ones. And there was a very large number of people, there were thousands of people that didn't know. And... I started thinking more about, you know, the driver's ed videos and how fragile life is and and all those people and how um, they were running into a building that was on fire, that was collapsing, that was their way of rescuing. That's what they did. That was their job. The police officers, the firefighters, and, and, you know, the good citizens that were trying to help. And I thought about all the people on the flights you know, who were going to visit mom and dad or going uh, maybe to a work appointment or maybe going on vacation or whatever. And they had no idea that that was their last moment or their last few times with their loved ones. And those left behind and what they went through and the struggle and the pain and um, the beauty that rose from those ashes of people coming together, people loving one another more, people pausing. Now it's been uh, 22 years since that awful day in our history when the towers collapsed. And I feel like we've lost that unity. I feel like we have become so divided because of of the political agenda of some people who, you know, have have a large microphone and they are dividing us and they're having us tear each other apart. And I pray that it does not take another disaster to bring us back together. And this morning, um, I was listening to a gentleman, he was talking and uh, we were reading Mark 4. And in Mark 4, It talks about how Jesus calms the storm, how he was ministering, and he asked his disciples, he said, we need to go across the lake, and we need to go over there. And they got in the boat, and they start traveling across, and a big storm comes up. 
Now, Jesus is asleep in the bow of the boat. And the disciples are afraid because the waves are so big. The storm is so huge and they're taken on water and they wake Jesus up. And he says, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? And he speaks to the wind and the waves and he says, be quiet, be still. And immediately they are. And once again, the disciples marvel at how everything listens to God. And I was listening to that and thinking about it. And I thought, man, there are so many struggles right now in our world. There's so many difficulties right now in in our country, in the world, due to many, many different reasons. We all know what they are. And even individual lives, the problems right now in individual lives. And I started thinking It's okay, because God's in the boat. The fact that he was sleeping shows that he wasn't worried at all. And the fact that as soon as he woke up and he said, be still, and immediately the storm was over. And I I was thinking about my health challenges, and I was thinking about, you know, the fear of losing a loved one or, you know, being sick, things like that. And I thought, it's okay. I'm going to be okay because God's in my boat. I may take on water. I may struggle. And it's okay. It's okay. It's that refining fire that we go through. God does not promise that we will not have challenges. In fact, he tells us we absolutely will have challenges. What he does promise is to be with us throughout. You know, you think of of different uh, verses that are quoted all the time, you know, that with with God, I can do anything. Um, You know, the, the be still and know that I am God. And, and for, I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you. And um, you know, other ones like that, that make really nice sayings and we put them on our wall. And I don't think I've ever seen a saying that says, hang on, the ride's getting bumpy. (laughs) But it does. When you're a Christian, you are not promised ease. You are not promised wealth. You're not promised happiness. You're promised that God will be with you as long as you let him. It says, for behold, I stand at the door and knock. And if anyone hears my knock, hears my voice and lets me in, I will be with him. And I, I love that. Now I'm, I'm not a theologian. I'm not a pastor, or a, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't preach. I just share my love. I share my thoughts. That's what this podcast is all about, Jeannie's thoughts. <laughs> and hopefully they will, they will help you. And today, um, when when uh, Mark was sharing, he says, if you want to live an impactful life you better expect a few impacts. And I was like, oh my gosh, being a driver's ed teacher, right? You can't have an impactful life without having impacts, without having those accidents, without crashing into things. And thank goodness God is in our boat so that we can make it through. And so I spent this last week contemplating I spent a lot of time in thought and prayer. I spent a lot of time hugging my kids, my grandkids, talking about my grandkids, 
my parents, and being grateful as I would go on my walks and I would look around and at the beauty that is all around, whether it's man-made or God-made, it's beautiful. It's all made by God, except for what isn't. You see, this world is absolutely the domain of the devil. And he has powers that are still less than God's. God is in charge. You know, and people say, but Jeannie, how how can you say there's a God when there's so much evil? And I said, how can you not say there's a God when it is held in check by God? There are horrendous things happening in our world right now. I'm sure you're aware of them. You know, the child trafficking, um, you know, the the sex trade, the um, road rage that is going on, the, the atrocities that are happening all over the world and in America as well. And it's easy to look at the negative. That's, that's where our nature draws us. Our human nature is failed. It's flawed. It's sinful. And so we're naturally drawn to the negative and the critical and the ugly. And so it takes a moment for us to pause and look at the beauty. And I remember reading, I believe it was in Genesis in the Bible, when it says, nature did not want to succumb to sin. And it agreed to because of the lessons we had to learn. And I look around and I see the birds and the bees and the trees and the leaves. <laughs> that matched. I said that the other day when I was walking and I was praying to the Lord, just talking to him. And I said, oh my goodness, that rhymed. The birds and the bees and the trees and the leaves. And I was looking at them and going, oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. And then I realized this is a fallen world and it is still beautiful. And I thought, man, what waits for me in heaven? And so I was able to come to grips with that this week. You see, when I die, I get to go to heaven because I've accepted God as my Lord and Savior. Now, I don't know how many of those people on that fateful day, 9-11-2021, had accepted God. Some of them went to heaven and some of them did not. And I'm so grateful that my family and I have accepted God because this life is not all there is. There is more. It says in Romans that if you declare with your mouth that God is king and you invite him into your life, he will come and he will save you from your sins. How beautiful is that? What an incredible promise. We do not know what tomorrow holds. We do not know. We make plans. You know, and in Ephesians, it says you make plans. We're going to go here for a while. We're going to live here. We're going to do business. But you, we don't know. And so constantly I ask God's will, Lord, what is your will for me? What do you want me to do today? He wanted me to record this podcast for you. I pray every time I record a podcast and say, Lord, what do you want me to say today? Guide me, direct me, use me as your servant. And so if you're struggling with something, maybe it's a health issue, maybe it's a loss of a loved one, maybe, I don't know. 
But God's there for you. He's in the boat. He traveled all the way across the Galilee in a storm to save one man, the demon-possessed man that was full of legions. That means thousands of demons. He was so bad that people had ostracized him. They couldn't even chain him anymore. He lived in the, in the tombs, in the, in the cemetery. And he would cut himself with knives and he would yell and he would scream and he was totally out of control. Jesus crossed Galilee in a storm to save that one man. And then he got back in the boat and he went back across to continue his ministry on the other side. He saved one man during that moment. And I thought about that and I thought, wow, wow. Sometimes the problems of this world can be overwhelming. And so my pledge today is to do for the one person what I want to do for the world. I don't have to help the world. That's not my calling. God did that. All I need to do is help one. Do for one person what I want to do for the world. And so you're my one today. You're the one that I'm reaching out to. You're the one that I'm extending a hand. I want to help. I want to be a light in the darkness. Let me know what you need. Reach out to me. Jeannie at JeannieSiscoMeth.com Send me an email. That's my personal email. It comes right to me. I would love to be of service in any way that you may need it. I can help you find the light in the darkness because he's my best friend. Thanks again for joining me today. Have an absolutely beautiful day and bye for now.